her promise started to show, and she had to give an account for it. I wonder how many believed her when she told them she was pregnant because the Holy Spirit had overshadowed her. Sometimes God's promises will look like this, bizarre, implausible, and even crazy. At times, great promises will invite misunderstanding from those around us, even to the point of reproach. What kind of favor is this? If we desire the favor of God on our lives, we should consider what it might look like. It is not always going to be cash and promotions and the like. Mary's favor was that of a simple Jewish girl who suddenly found herself pregnant. In all likelihood, she would have had to deal with terrible gossip, criticism, and disapproval from her community. The first thing she had to do was nurture, protect, and love the life growing within her, despite a great deal of misunderstanding and pain. If God speaks to us in an unusual way, gives us a strange task, or tells us to go somewhere unexpected, we may be hesitant to tell our friends and family about it. We quite naturally worry about how people will react. Imagine for a moment how Mary felt when she had to tell her family about her visitation and about the wonderful promise from God now growing within her. Not only that she was a virgin, but also that the child within her was the Son of God, Israel's Messiah. Sometimes we wonder how we are going to explain far simpler things to people. Not everyone sees the wisdom in giving everything away before going to sit with the destitute in bombed-out third-world streets. Not everyone understands 40-day fasts. Not everyone understands going to preach Jesus in places where you could be stoned for doing so. Not everyone understands giving your entire life to caring for victims of the sex trade industry in India, or submitting to the discipline of places such as Harvard and Yale for the gospel's sake. The truth is that sometimes our family and friends will not understand the destiny we carry. Even if they do, it might come 10 or 20 years after we have embraced it. When I was 16 years old, the Holy Spirit overshadowed me. The first thing that happened was that I lost all of my friends. When I told my family about the calling I had received, they were not sympathetic. They were convinced I was in a cult. Soon after that, I had to give up a man I loved with all my heart. The Lord told me he was not my future husband. A few years later, I met the man I would marry, Roland. When we eventually got married, we left immediately for the mission field. We had one-way tickets and $30 to our name. Since then, we have been ministering to the poor and the broken in Asia, England, and Africa, loving them into the kingdom one by one. It was many years before my parents would even speak to me about what I was doing with my life. However, Before they passed away, I had the incredible joy of leading them both to Jesus. My father, 
went so far as to become an ordained minister at the age of 72. When he passed away, my mother came to live with me in Mozambique for several months, teaching our children English and helping our ministry with great joy. God restores all things. God is giving me a city. When I was 18, I attended a meeting at Southern California College, now Vanguard University, that focused my life even more intensely. I remember being flustered and upset with the speaker at this meeting because what he was saying seemed so arrogant. The only reason I kept listening was that I was part of the ministry team hosting him. I had to stay in the front row, but he said things that made no sense to me. They were too unbelievable, too awesome.